0: Anyone's Game Podcast. Following women's football.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to I Know Best, brought to you by Anyone's Game. We are back for another week to discuss the last seven days of women's football in Scotland. We'll take a look at the good, the bad and everything in between. As the SWPL Cup finalists were decided last weekend, the league's got got a new sponsor and there's plenty of games this weekend coming up for our big predictions. I'm your host, Gordon McComb, and joining me on the show today is Robbie Hanratty. Good
2: to be here again, Gordon.
1: Chris Toner. How
2: you doing, Gordon?
1: And Jack Gillis.
0: Thanks for having me again after the last time.
1: <laughs> no, good to have you all with us. There's a little bit of housekeeping we need to sort out from last week. As we called on all of you, the listeners, to vote for who knew best then. Robbie and Kenny Bogue tied last time out on categories anyway. Robbie, you have pipped him on total votes, so we'll let you claim last week's win.
2: Hey, finally a win on iOS. Hopefully I can follow that up today.
1: Uh, This week we are returning to the original scoring system, but we do have two polls for you to weigh in with your votes, and they'll be on Twitter and Instagram, so make sure you head to there after you listen to this, and you can pick your winners and who knew best from the four of us this week, because it's a first for the show, as I was the anyone's game present at the semi-finals, it means I'm also going to weigh in this time with my thoughts as well as the pundits that have joined me as well. But our housekeeping is done, it's time to dive right in and Robbie, you start us off with who or what has had a good week this week.
2: I must start us off by saying Celtic has had a really good week for getting into the SWPL Cup final and stopping Holders-Hibs' quest for five cup titles in a row. I it was a... Really solid effort for coming back to my goal down at halftime and win a game like that, in that magnitude.
1: All right, how about you, Chris? Who's Who or what's had a good week?
3: I go <clears throat> excuse me, down to SWPL2 and Danny McGinley of Dundee United. Um, two goals at the weekend, and that's her 25th and 26th goals, respectively, and only 22 games, and that goes along with nine assists in that time as well. All right, Jack,
1: how
0: about you? I'm backing off a of kiss a bit, um, and I'm going to say Dundee United in general had a good week. You know, they obviously they beat um, St. Johnston 5-1, so that's the top of the SWPL 2 on goal difference now, which is fantastic because Dundee United obviously got a bit unfortunate with a quest for promotion last season. I think we need as many big names in the SWPL as possible, so it'd be great to have a big traditional club like Dundee United up in the top flight. Um, Dundee they have been working really, really hard with their women's football and their women's team and it's really, really great to see so it's, it's good to see them up there challenging again and they're a very, very impressive side right now and a great five win over St Johnston
1: Well, that's three good options and I'll add in uh, a pretty wishy-washy fourth but I think it's an important one to raise in that I think cup football in general has had a, a good week uh, this week it was two really, really good semi-finals to watch um, and live streamed as well on YouTube so there's no excuse for you if you've not seen it um and given that cup football can sometimes be a little bit tense a little bit nervy um you know neither side wanting to want to lose games i thought all four really acquitted themselves pretty well so it was uh, a good weekend uh, for those that watched it live and i'm sure uh, if you watch it back there it's still worth watching then as well well robbie you can't vote for your own choice there's three others to pick from who or what has had a good week
2: i have chosen Football because I totally agree with you. We spoke about that on the review show of the SWPL Cup semi-finals, and I just think there was two really good games and the whole fact that Spartans, who had previously lost 9-0 to Glasgow City, ran them to the 60th minute at 0-0. I just thought there were some great stories to come from that SWPL Cup double header.
1: Alright, Chris, uh the goal scoring exploits of the Dundee United forward can't be picked you can still pick her team as a whole though uh, but but who or what's had a good week
3: um so going over go Robbie's answer Celtic um ending have stronghold on the SWPL cup um and overall a good good comeback win for Fran Alonso's side that will be hungry for silverware this
1: season uh Jack though who or what's had a good week from the ones comfortable
0: yeah, got to, be, got to be cup football um, because two very very good games especially the Hibs Celtic game even though as a Hibby it didn't go my way it was an excellent game of football to watch and uh, again Glasgow City Spartans is a great advert for Scottish women's football as well so overall a great weekend of action and I'm actually quite looking forward to the final now because I think that'll be a very very interesting
1: game yeah well I'll, I'll take the the first, uh, first win of the first uh, group because I'm picking Chris's, uh, Chris's answer uh, of Danny McGinley, because yeah, what, what a goal scoring record that is. Um, it's part of a, a team that is absolutely going great guns at the moment, and uh, like, like, like Jack you sure uh, sure as anything they're going to be uh, making their way up to the SWPL1 by the end of the season. But for every good week, there is also someone or something that's had a bad week. And Chris, you're going to start us off with who or what has had a bad week this week. I'm sorry, Jack, but your team this week,
3: Hibs. um, Gordy went as far as using the old phrase Hibs in the WhatsApp group as he was watching it. Um, That's um, lost their grip on the cup as well. After four years, it's been quite a run. Um, But after Rachel Boyle's absolute screamer of an opener, they... Seem to be doing all right, but in the second half, um, Gabby English, um, she could have dealt with it a bit better, um, and then I thought the defence looked a bit of a mess on so uh, Charlie Welland's
1: winner; they couldn't clear it. I'm up next, and uh, I'll keep my wishy-washy answers going. Uh, for me, a bad week really has to go down on the as the day as a whole, really, for the SWPL Cup semis. It's kind of a shame given we're speaking about how good the two matches were, but they did really feel like matches in isolation. I don't think they really needed to be at Sterling, aside from having a neutral venue hosting both games. Felt like something nice to do, but there was a, a long gap between the two games and, and nothing really going on to to make fans stick around for both games. Um, just a bit of a shame to see The intent was there, but perhaps uh, a little bit lacking in the execution of what could have been a a really interesting and and fun day with with football that matched it. Enough of what I think, Jack. How about you? Who or what's had a bad week? I'm going to go and say Colette Kavanaugh. And it's not on
0: a performance thing at all, because I thought she was actually brilliant in the semi-final. But the Scotland squad comes out, and yet again, Pedro has not included her. And I know Ukraine and Spain are very big games for us. I know that. But... Cav's been on absolutely amazing fun. She's been on fire. And she's just the heart and soul of our team, basically. You've got some other good players. I was this close to saying Amy Gallagher um, should have got on the She should get in the team. and I was that close to saying she's had a bad week. But she had, She was a perf, uh, really good as well. And I thought, you know what, I've talked about Amy Gallagher, I know getting in the Scotland team enough, and you'll probably be fed up with me. So I'll move on to Whinge and another Hibs player not getting in the Scotland team. But Cav deserves it and she's, I nicknamed her the Ginger Ronaldinho for a reason here. and um, she, she deserves to be in that Scotland squad. She really does. So, um, yeah, I'm not happy about that at all, and I think she'll be gutted as well, because the more she performs well, the more she's got to believe that she's going to get included in that Scotland side, so it must have been quite disappointing you not know, to see her name in the um, team, especially since there's a few like, left field choices as well for Pedro, and you know, it, it's you've just got to see, you know, it, it's cutting for her, and you've just got to see how it goes for her but she deserved it this time in my opinion
1: Uh, Robbie you're last up for bad week who or what's had a bad week this week for you
2: so my bad week the actual person I've chosen for the bad week has just been announced that he's been sacked within the last 10 minutes of this recording it is former Glasgow City boss Scott Booth who has been sacked by Birmingham City only four months into the job and for me it's not really a bad week in terms of his performances because he's been left to deal with peanuts at Birmingham City hasn't been backed by the board the lowest budget in the league and they're not even in the bottom three of the division so it's a strange one for me I think it's a poison chalice the job in general and especially Boo has proved himself over the last five or so years at City that he is a top manager you think Birmingham, would want to stick with someone like that, with a track record of success. You've got Celtic duo, Sarah Ewan and Lisa Robertson there. So I wonder what they're thinking now, because I'm assuming they probably went because of his influence. So overall, it's a bad week for Scott Booth and people associated with Birmingham City.
1: All right, Chris, you're uh, first up to vote. So uh, from the options, aside from Hibs, who are what's had a bad week?
3: Yeah. Um. At first I thought you were making quite a compelling case, Gordon, on um, the cup football having a bit of a bad week, the what format that it was in, but after Jack's um, rather compelling argument for Colette Kavanagh that she should be including the Scotland squad, I was pretty swayed by that argument, so I'm going to have to give Jack my vote here.
1: Yeah, and I, I follow that up as well, my vote going to Jack as well, uh, just think... You know, with the Scotland squad announcement, it's always nice to see um, representation from the SWPL1 and there, there there could be more in it. I think it's fair to say there could be more. There's players there, not just Colette, that you would think would be in with a shout and what is a, di- a very difficult Scotland side to, to break into. But Jack, obviously, two votes already. It's looking good. Uh, who's your pick outside of Colette Kavara for bad week? I went for um, my own team. Um, and I know it wasn't a bad performance, but
0: it hurts. It still hurts, because this is a competition that we've always performed well in. A competition that we've won four times in a row before this. This was our cup, it felt like. This was our competition. You know, We had our you know, wobbles in the Scottish Cup, we got beaten in the Scottish Cup by uh, Glasgow City the last Scottish Cup before lockdown, but we always did well in the SWPL Cup and we beat a very good Glasgow City in the last one on penalties, a very good Glasgow City side, so it's like, does the belief... And there was the belief in the team, and it just hurt so much for me as well because I know the players so well at Hibs, and you could see how upsetting it was to lose that. And um, so yeah, it it really was just disappointment more than anything else. And I think just a general sense you feel sorry for the team because we played our socks off in that game as well, and we just didn't get the rub of the green.
1: Robbie, uh, see us through to the uh, to the bitter end of bad week. Um, who or what's your choice from? Uh... The ones on offer.
2: Well, well, I must say, Jack did win that, and I thought it was a very compelling argument. But I did not vote for Jack. I voted for you, Gordon, because I totally agree. We spoke about this on a previous I know best about what we'd like to do with like halftime entertainment and everything. And I quite frank, that, frankly I think it was a joke that you leave people hanging about for two hours by the having two games at the same stadium in Sterling because. Frankly also, Sterling's not the most conveniently like, populated area for people to get to. And also, why would you have two games in one stadium if you're not going to have some entertainment? Especially because the crowd that they're trying to in ice along to women's football is younger kids. So for me, it's hard to keep younger kids engaged in the first place. So you need to do something in between. So definitely a bad week. And hopefully it's something they can look and do for the uh, Scottish Cup
1: We move forward uh, and we look back now instead of on uh, teams or units or anything like that uh, we look back on an individual player, there were plenty in action over the weekend but someone had to stand out and uh, who's everyone picking for their player of the week Uh, Jack, why don't you kick us off
0: I'm going to bit left field here, and it's the team that I work for Edinburgh City, and I'm going to say Nicole Rutherford, She scored twice in our 5-1 win over Stenhouse Muir in the SWF Championship South, um, at the weekend there on Sunday, and that's her right up there in the scoring charts as well, Nicole Rutherford's had an unbelievable season so far, and to get two against a decent Steny side um, to her tally as well was really, really good for her, and she's a top, top player definitely well above SWF Championship South level. She could easily play in SWPL 2 or even sort of the bottom half of the SWPL 1. She's such a talented player, Nicole Rutherford. She went through Hibs under 23s and she's at City now and she's performing really well. And two very well worked goals as well, I've got to say. I watched the highlights back um, and she, she did really, really well. So I've got to go for Nicole Rutherford there.
1: Well, Robbie, how about you for Player of the Week? Well, I must start off by saying Chris
2: will probably be cursing me with who I'm choosing for my player of the week because I didn't back him in the first vote for good week because, as I say, I thought Celtic had a better week. But in terms of individual player performances, it's got to go to Danny McGinley from Dundee United. As Chris alluded to earlier, scoring twice in the 5-1 win over St Johnston on Sunday. Performance form's just been tremendous this season. The stats speak for itself and... Someone in the summer, I thought maybe Aberdeen should be looking at some of the top flight clubs. So really six goals in 22 games for Dundee United. That is fantastic. So she's definitely got to get player of the week just for just how everything's been going for her lately.
1: No, it's a, it's, it's an important argument. I, I think you, you made it pretty well. But um, I let me just proffer uh, someone else and someone that I saw at the weekend. So, you know, there's, there's my own... Uh, lens on that one, having not seen uh, anything at all of Dundee United this season, uh, but I did see Celtic, and I did see Jacinta put in a- another performance that suggests, you know, she's a real focal point, a real heartbeat of that of that Celtic front three. Uh, it was a-, a real difficult first half for them against Hibbs, um, but she kept toiling away. kept You kept seeing what she the way she plays the game in terms of drop off from uh, wide left into space, pick the ball up, drive it forward. It just wasn't coming together in the final third in that first half. Immediately in the second half, she gets the goal, drag Celtic back into the tie, uh, and it's a key reason why you know they end up uh, coming out with coming out of it with a win as well. Um, so real, real easy pick for me from the from the two games I saw that I just into really um, kind of dragged Celtic kicking and screaming a little bit uh, through into the SWPL Cup final. Uh, Chris, though last one. See us out with Player of the Week. Yeah, I know that's prompted a bit of debate
3: off-air that she didn't actually have a good 90 minutes per se, but when you come up with two goals in a cup semi-final and win the praise of your manager, you've got to have Priscilla Chinchia in the conversation. Thought they were two well-worked goals, especially a finish on the
1: second one. Yeah, no, for sure. Two, uh, two absolutely cracking finishes on that. Well, Jack, you can't pick your own, uh, your own player. Uh, Partly because it's your suggestion as well, but who, aside from Edinburgh City's Nicole Rutherford, is your pick for player of the
0: week? I'm not even going to try and attempt to pronounce her name again, but uh, I'm going with your option because she did, you know, that that was a good goal from her. I know Gabby sort of helped it along its way a bit, but um, it was an excellent goal and I was sitting there. It's not very often that I praise the opposition um, when I watch Hibs play somebody because I'm not involved in it. Um, as a Hibs fan but no it was an amazing goal and it was at the right time as well you know get right after uh, the second half kicks off and you're equalizing and I think that just got Celtic right back into it and that gave Celtic the belief in the game I think if she doesn't score that we maybe would have got a bit more belief of our own and went up the other end and got a second
1: and you'd be talking about a completely different game so but Robbie you're up next for player of the Week. Apart from uh, what is really Chris's choice not that I'm slagging you for picking up for player of the week but what is really Chris's choice of Danny McGinley I
2: don't know who said it off here, but I, I voted for Chris actually because I totally agree as much as Priscilla Chinchilla might have not had the best 90 if you're stepping up with two goals and she, she quite often does this she's a player that I think's one of the best in the league for just Earning a game out of nothing, so and that second goal itself is worthy of a good week. So Chris gets my vote.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, uh, like you see, for me that that's one of the ones that was kind of hard to pick from because I'm obviously picking just into for my own suggestion because of how she's playing. I thought can she had a, had a similar game and um, yeah, like you see, it's it's a strong argument that the two goals, Chris, that are are, are kind of worthy of being in the conversation. Um, but you, you already offered it. Robbie's now offered it and he, he'll steal the point from me on this one or the vote from me on this one. And that's Danny McGinley because that, that goal going record is just um, ridiculous. And, and, and like you say, testament to a to a player that almost certainly will be cutting our teeth at a higher level next season. Uh, Chris, though, you uh, can round us out. You might not have uh, got my vote properly, but consider it a vote by proxy. Um, but who do you think apart from Chinchia, is your player of the week um, got to go Jacinta just, I'll just um, echo Jackson
3: in a little bit as he says um, she doesn't score that goal but just as soon as the second half's getting underway then the Celtic really get back into the game I, I, don't, I don't really think so or at least not in that moment it, it did kind of change the momentum of the game from that moment on that was kind of start
1: of the downfall of hubs in that game yeah no no right, let you see thank you thank you for the votes lads. i'll take i'll take the point on that one and uh no i think tonight, yeah well no i think to be fair like, like we've kind of we've said already that that is a strong four um in terms of goal scoring records in terms of importance in, in in the games that they played um i think there's there's a strong argument for pretty much any of those four to to, to be in with a shout and i'm sure Um, there'll be people listening at home saying, how could you forget about uh, X, Y, or Z as well? Um, So so plenty of good performances in at the weekend, and it it feels almost a shame that we can only really pick one. Time for us to hear from from other people rather than ourselves and get started with Soundbite of the week. I'm gonna lead the way on this one, uh, and I picked Debbie McCulloch, who in the middle of the game, in the SWPL cup semi-final, Shouted out to her team, let us demand more. Um, and all I could think as soon as she said it uh, was the FM Football manager 2022 is pretty recently out. That's a pretty uh, common shout that you can use from the touchline when you're managing in the game. Uh, just to shout demand more when you want a little bit more of your players. And I never thought I would see such a an accurate recreation in real life uh, from Debbie on it. So... Uh, there were a few other things from that Debbie said in the post-match that I, I nearly picked out on in terms of uh, how she defended Spartans having to be a little bit aggressive having to wear the heart on their sleeve but just that moment, it, it, it tickled me at the time and it's tickled me now uh, going back over it as well so yeah, that, that's my sound bite of the weekend Robbie, you've got you've been saying you've been sat on a good one so, uh, so no pressure here Well, I,
2: I don't know if it was how good it was but it was just something that took me quite off guard so i was at the launch of the new swpl sponsorship at the douglas park motors group yesterday and i caught up with glasgow city star claire shine and she told me that she would love to take up boxing in order to follow her irish hero katie taylor's footsteps in being an olympian because ireland don't have a women's football team in the olympics I just thought that was very, like, unexpected for her to say that.
1: Yeah, I mean, caught, caught me off guard, that's for sure. Caught me off guard, that's for sure, yeah. Um, hey, that's that's a way to get into the Olympics. That is a way to get in the Olympics. Jack, uh, uh, you know, ch- changing sports entirely to become a boxer just to get in the Olympics is, is one heck of a soundbite. Uh, what do you have?
0: A soundbite um, was Dean Gibson saying in his interview that Celtic did not deserve to win the game. And I actually agree with him and I'm glad because usually Dean's quite quiet on stuff like that and I think it's good that he just out and said it because you look at the 90 minutes we were brilliant take the two goals out of it we played some good football in that game and very much like the league game we just got unfortunate we didn't get the rub of the green two moments that we let ourselves down a little bit and Celtic got those two goals but I completely agree that it was massively unfair on us and Celtic didn't really deserve to it, because it wasn't Celtic's best performance by far. I'm sure a lot of Celtic fans would probably agree with me. I think Celtic themselves, a few folk actually would probably agree that it wasn't really their best performance, especially based on the first half. And I, I completely agree with Dean in that situation. Um and I'm glad that he's been coming out with strong opinions like that, because I've been wanting them to be a bit more, you know, outspoken about things like this, because a lot of people go, it's the old firm, no touch and that with a barge pole saying stuff like that. So I'm, I'm really glad they said it and I completely agree. You know, we played our socks off and deserved more out of that game. We got at least extra time. You know, if we'd taken that game extra time, then Celtic had really turned it on in extra time. You could have went alright, but at least in the 90 we were good or if we'd lost on penalties or whatever. But
1: that 90 minutes, we deserved a lot more out of that game than we really got. Like you say, that, that, I think the, the second goal was an absolute seconder in, in the way that it goes in and that, yeah. I think that's probably part of, of what's going the Dean's thinking as well, that it, it took it took a goal of that kind of nature to go into, to, to put you out. But uh, Chris, you're going to round us out for soundbite of the week as well. Um, so I'll go a little bit comical here.
3: Um, Eileen Gleason speaking to Glasgow City on Twitter. She was asked about her first week at the club and she said that she loving it, or what well, I'm loving it. So I think I a fan of McDonald's.
2: It's John some tonight.
1: It's uh, yeah. You know what? It's it's not it's not every day the the manager tickles you with a with a brand slogan. Um, but yeah, clearly clearly having a good time, and uh, yeah, it, it, as well it should be given that you know she's got the side in the SWPL Cup final in what must have been a a pretty daunting first week. Uh, all told, uh, and I'll kick us off with the voting for soundbite of the weekend. Yeah, I don't think it's anyone surprised that uh, Robbie, your uh, soundbite with Claire Shine is uh, picking up my vote. Um, certainly, certainly something different, something I, I absolutely did not expect. I see why you held the cards close to the chest on that one. Um, yeah, yeah. Who, who wouldn't love to have an Olympic career, and if it means changing, uh, changing sport entirely? On you go, Claire. Fire in. How about you, Robbie? What's your soundbite? Obviously, you can't pick, pick your own. Um, sorry. No,
2: unfortunately, I can't pick my own. I will add in, it probably was a bit of tongue-in-cheek from Claire saying all this, but even her just saying that was a good laugh. But my soundbite was what you said, that Debbie McCulloch was shouting from the sidelines, demand more, because I'm a big fan of Football Manager myself. Friends of mine are not spend a lot of time playing it and I just found that quite comical that you picked that up right away that she was basically activating full football manager 22 mode
1: yeah you can tell both you and I have played it slightly too much when yeah like I say that's the first thing we pick out pick out from a, a line like that but Jack how about you, you can't vote for uh, Dean Gibson's honest appraisal uh, of the 19 minutes who uh, gets your vote for soundbite of the week you know, Claire Stein,
0: um that was brilliant, I just absolutely love that, and you know, I, I think it's good first of all that she's talking about another another woman in another sport that she idolised, I think we need more of that, you know, people talk about their idols and uh, wanting to live up to their idols, so I think that's good, and then, yeah, I just love it saying you'd rather be a um, boxer or a footballer if you had the chance to get into the Olympics, I think that's brilliant, and um, I'm wondering if Jen Beattie would ever say that about rugby, because of the family connections there, some of the tackles Jen launches herself into she could play rugby if she wanted to so I'm I'm hoping Jen Beatty maybe says that about rugby sometime
2: <laughs> We'll chase it up on that one
1: Chris uh, who did you pick for a, for a sound bite of the week?
3: Um, so I'm going to make it unanimous to Robbie here, um, I think a footballer saying they would change sport just to completely get in the Olympics, um, that's saying a lot and who knows, maybe it'll make the FAI women's branch think about maybe entering an Olympics team at some point if that's what it's going to take if one of their players is that desperate to keep competing Olympics that they'd be willing to change sport might prompt a change
1: yeah I wonder it's got me thinking there who else would uh, you know what what other sports would some of the SWPL players change to just to make sure they got, got into Olympics if they thought there wasn't a chance of uh, of getting it in football like
2: no, but I guess, I guess, lads, it just shows from Claire's point of view that I was asking her for context, I was asking her about heroes in sport growing up because obviously we often ask on the podcast women's footballers growing up and she said it's I'm a good example of Katie Taylor who's adapted from being a footballer to being an Olympian and then said she, she would love to be in the Olympics but can't, basically. And as Chris points out, I wonder if FIA would do something eventually it will
0: be forced to hand it would be good to see that and also the Irish Olympic Committee have got to make a decision on that as well it's not just mm-hmm. the FIA's decision so hopefully it forces the Irish Olympic Committee's hand as well because the Irish women's football teams are becoming more and more exciting to watch and they've got some decent players in there so you know you know, the Irish Olympic Committee FIA get it sorted get them in the Olympics else you'll lose another good player to boxing as well <laughs>
1: No, yeah, like absolutely, Jack. Just what we we'll do is we we'll we get them on the phone and just just let you like fill up their voicemail. It's just a rant like that. Exactly. Just, just on you go, on you go. Partner. I'll bother them. Anyway, anyway, we're done. We're done looking back uh, on on the week that was. It's time to look forward on the weekend to be, uh, and it's time for us all to get our big predictions in. And uh, Robbie, you're gonna get us kick started with your, uh, what you described off air as an ACA prediction. So I'm expecting about five or six different complications here. What's your big prediction, Robbie?
2: I have went for, there's eight fixtures at the weekend between SWPL one and SWPL two. And I have went for all the games to end in a a away win.
1: Okay. 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 That is, uh, that is a strong opinion. That is a, a, a bit of a shout, given the, you know, most of those games you look at and you go, yeah, yeah, you know, I agree. I'm looking through the list and going, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you hit pretty quickly, you hit Celtic women at home to Aberdeen. So, Robbie, are you sure you're feeling okay? Yeah, I, I,
2: after, after a night out with the captain, I feel very okay and convinced that they'll be getting up the table very shortly.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. Look, hey, hey, he's confident. He's confident, and we said, you know, we wanted big predictions, Chris. It's uh, it's your turn. Uh, what have you got? Um, so we've got an All Edinburgh clash this weekend. Um, I'm not going to be
3: popular with Jack for this one, but I'm going to predict it will go to the home side, Spartans.
1: Well, Jack, yeah, if you're not too upset by that, uh, by that prediction, you know, you know, you know, I, I know Hibs is your uh, pride and your joy, um, but chris doesn't back you at all again when it comes to playing spartans what have you got as your big prediction
0: i've got a rebuttal to that actually um i had a few in the tank but i've decided just to go to this i think we'll take all our frustration out for the semi-final on spartans i'm going to say here's my big prediction hibbs five spartans one there's my there's my big prediction there because i think we'll take out all our frustration on spartans and we'll absolutely batter them off the park that's what i think is going to happen um i'll hat trick incoming
1: that's what I'm saying as well. I'm not saying you between the two of you you've this, but I have a I have not. I, I now would happily start thinking about throwing on nil nil for Spartans Hibs now. Just gamble responsibly, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. If you are going to gamble, gamble responsibly, and I would also suggest you perhaps don't listen at all to any of our predictions on this because, like, I don't think our track record is phenomenal so far. Uh, okay. I'm going to continue this this phenomenal track record and go for uh, something quite outlandish too. I'm going to say across the SWPL one and two, I think every team will find the back of the net. Every single team will find the back of the net. I know there's some games where I'm looking at thinking that that might take a little bit of hook and a little bit of crook, but uh, I think you're in, for whichever game you go to, I think you're in for an entertaining, entertaining match and hopefully you have something to celebrate at the end of it as well. Robbie though, uh, I, I we'll go, remember with predictions, we sometimes do a, a little bit of the reverse here. So. Robbie, is there anyone's uh, prediction you think has not a sniff of a chance of happening?
2: Jack's prediction of Hibs beating Spartans 5-1, because I think Spartans also take a lot of pride from their performance against Glasgow City, and also that draw against Celtic. Same to Rosie McCoy during the week. There seems to be that feel-good factor at Spartans, and I think 5-1 would just be a bit too much, and I would never want
1: to say a bad word about my pal Robin to you right? All right, Chris, uh, I, I, there's a really easy and obvious choice for I prediction you don't think that's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, w- w- what do you think's got no chance?
3: Yeah, I know he's got a slaughtered in a minute, but uh, Jack, no. Um, just, yeah, Hibs are still reeling from the Aussies from the Cup exit, the City defeat. Um, Parthek beat his L in the season, so I can imagine there might be a similar result to the perfect result from early
1: in the season happening this weekend, I'm afraid. And Jack, the the floor is yours. Uh, rebuttal is, is there and ready and waiting. i have got to get slaughtered. Sort of
0: t- I was about to say myself, but, you know, I may as well, since Chris has uh, put himself on the sacrifice table, I may as well just do it and say, you know, I, I agree. We've had some bad up, but Spartans, it's a derby. And given that Spartans you might like we're obsessed with them, uh, which... To an extent we maybe are, but it is the original Edinburgh Derby. I'm sorry, it is. Like, Hearts women were, only became relevant. Like, they they were riffraff in the SWPL too, so they only became relevant a few seasons ago. So I think the, the Spartans is the real Edinburgh Derby, and I didn't care, didn't care if they see it for their side, but my view on that is they're only saying we pumped them 3-0 in the first game of the season, eh? But um, I think we, we we've got in the tank. We want a bit of vengeance. For what happened in the semi-final we want a bit of uh, a release for that and I think Spartans is the perfect
1: punching bag for us so uh, there you go I, I just want to make a quick note before I, I tell you who I don't think is uh, getting a prediction to happen, uh, how have I got away with saying there's going to be a goal in every game bearing in mind that you've got uh, Dundee United who are you know putting away everybody in the SWPL2 against Stirling University or are having uh, in the politest sense of the word a tough time um, can't even believe I've got away with that one, but was thinking um, the same too, Robbie yeah Robbie, come on how I, I can't I can't let you get away with uh, Aberdeen getting a result away to Celtic you've got absolutely not a chance uh, Mr Mr trying to be optimistic, but at the same time every time I'm on this pod, I'm gonna slate Aberdeen for every chance I get. oh no no, but when it comes to predictions I'm bat to window so uh yeah no i'm calling you out on this one absolutely calling you out on this one
2: well you you won't be i'll be the one laughing when it comes in and i win my millions
1: all right all right enough of the enough of the prediction chat we're going to move uh to the even more ridiculous we're going to get extremely left field Uh, And given that SWPL1 and the SWPL2 now have a brand new sponsor, in case you were living under a rock in the last couple of days. Um, Yeah, Robbie, you've already made note of uh, being there and and, and everything. So uh, hopefully everyone listening, you're aware of that new sponsorship deal. We thought, why not expand that uh, to I Know Best and decide who we would like to get sponsored by? Uh, And this would have absolutely nothing to do with the benefits you would get from being sponsored by this company and absolutely nothing to do with the company themselves. Uh, Chris, who would you love I know best to get sponsored by? And it's definitely not because of the goodies you'd get.
3: Um, So, um, why not um, local chicken company, Black Rooster?
1: Okay, okay. And uh, how come Black Rooster would be your pick? Don't
3: know, just like a good kind of local brand name there was a couple other restaurants I maybe thought about I didn't want to go like a gambling company or alcohol I thought keep it a bit clean and that and then I thought black rooster all the young teens and that they love it and that so if they see that brand name on this then it might
1: entice them to give it a try wouldn't happen to be a a wouldn't happen to be a black rooster near you Chris would there Across from the house, but <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I, I love I love the little preemptive shade you've thrown at uh, two of the other choices uh, for the sponsors with that little alcohol and gambling day. I'm I, I'm with you on it. I'm with you on it. I'm I'm getting the shade out. I'm happy to chuck it around as well. Uh, I'm gonna fire in. I I have uh, started to get a penchant for uh, gathering up football shirts. So I thought the mystery football shirts uh, boxes. The little like loot crate style. You order, you get a box. You don't know what's in it it's a football top in your size and that's what it is partly because i also like the idea of that being an swpl one two option of being like right here's a here's a a home top from all the teams you pick it you know if you've got no if you're a neutral and you're trying to find a team pick that you get a top great that's your team you're stuck Uh, you're stuck for life with aberdeen and you're stuck with robbie telling you your team are good and bad in equal measure jack how about you who would you want uh, i know best to get sponsored by
0: I think I know where she get sponsored by Paddy Power because it'd be mutual, mutually beneficial because Rob uh, Robin McCaffrey could start doing their odds for them because uh, she's, seeming to, she's seeming to get the predictions really good. So um, Paddy Power, get yourselves um, on board with this and Rob McCaffrey will fix your odds and um, it'll be very, very good for you. It's very, very lucrative. That's mm-hmm. all I've got to say. And also, I'd like to say on the mystery shirt point, if you get Hibs, be prepared to deal with me. I think what I've said in this podcast should... Get you how committed to the cause I am when it comes to um, Hibs. So, you think I was prepared to hear me shouting at every match?
1: Just going to say that and
0: put that out there. You're going to have to put up with me at every match.
1: <laughs> Robbie, how about you? you? When you round us out, who do you want to get sponsored by? And uh, yeah, let, the, the, let it be known there are no ulterior motives in this one at all.
2: So, I would like, I know best, to be sponsored by Tenant Slager. And I think our fallen host, Kenny Bogue, might also agree with me because we also find we're not recording i know best we do like a wee tenants so i must say drink responsibly but i think it'd be good it would sound good i know best in association with tenants lager or tenants lager i know best so tenants representatives if you're listening do the deal
1: definitely still not stuck in that student lifestyle mindset are you robbie <laughs>
2: only been graduated for a couple of months
1: all right well we'll uh, wrap it up there that's it for a- another week of i know best uh i had written congratulations to where and then i would then say who won uh, but it feels a little bit you know self-indulgent when i'm uh, i'm top of the pile here so first first episode in i know best i'm gonna go back never come back on 100 percent record thank you lads that's me I retired um just a reminder as well that you'll be able to vote for two of our options on Twitter and Instagram. You just search anyone's game. do want you give us a follow while you're there as well. If you haven't already, if you haven't already, uh, there is only some amount of judgment from me. Go get, get us followed. Stay up to date with what we're doing. Uh, it's all good stuff. Robbie, we've got a couple of things coming up next in the next couple of weeks for anyone's game. Why don't you point us in the direction of a few things to expect?
2: So, yeah, we've got an exciting Scotland podcast with a player interview from the WSL. So stay tuned for that over the weekend. And we will also have a preview to the massive international doubleheader for Scotland against Ukraine and Spain. And I'm sure we'll be back with more I Know Best very shortly. So thanks for having me on, Gordon.
1: All right. Yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you for joining me, Robbie. Thanks also for joining me, Chris. Pleasure again. See you later. Uh, thanks as well, Jack.
0: Well, thanks for having me on great to get my first point. And then it all went downhill from
1: there. <laughs> I've been Gordon McCombe. This was I Know Best for Anyone's Game. And you'll hear all of us in the next one.
0: Anyone's Game Podcast. <laughs> Following women's football.